Thank you for tuning into the Curious Scholar Podcast. I'm your host, Angry Nigerian. And I'll be taking you through issues on politics, governance, history, philosophy, religion, local happenings, international affairs, current affairs, and more to give you a sense of the world we live in. So, without much ado, let's go. So yes, this is the Chris Waller Podcast and this is pilot episode, episode one, where of course I'll be talking about a very important question which we all have to ask ourselves if indeed we still want a country or we believe we can continue as a country, which begs the question, is Nigeria a democracy? I want you to think, I want you to ponder, and I'll give you a pause to think for a second or two to ask yourself this question, is Nigeria a democracy? Okay, so I hope you have thought about it because now I'll be going into my discussion deep so let's start our mind engines so yes of course we the senate democracy we practice democracy because we because we have elections we practice democracy because we have representatives we practice democracy but that is not true that is not true that doesn't make a democracy our politicians or those in power or a political leadership don't understand what democracy is. So, of course, let me give you a quick rundown of what democracy is. So, democracy is a Western-style system of government or governance where you rep- where people represent you in state affairs. It all started in Greek city-states of Athens where people elected or selected people that represent them in the affairs of the state. So you have people that represent you, that are your eyes, voices, and ears, and state affairs. So there are different parts of the world when you have democracy from Africa to Europe to Asia, from Germany to Spain to France to Argentina to Japan to Ghana. You have democracy in different parts of the world so it comes from two greek words demo and crazy meaning demo is people crazy is power so it's people power it's people rule that is what democracy is in a nutshell so of course nigeria got independence from the british officially in 1960 that was supposed to be in like 1957. Well, um, that's a story for another time anyway. So, Nigeria got independence in 1960 from the British after several years of colonialism. And when the British left, they left us with their system of government, their own style of democracy, parliamentary system of government, parliamentary representative or 
parliamentary representation that was the British that was and that is still the British style of government that the British still proud today and they are very much proud of that system so when, so when Nigeria got independence, First Republic 1960-66, Nigeria was operating under the British star system of government. It was it's supposed to be a mirror image of the British. But after several juntas from 1966 up to 79, um, Nigeria returned to civilian rule which inaugurated Nigeria into the Second Republic in 1979. Of course, when Olusegun Obasanjo then handed power, handed power um, to Shaul Shagari. So yes, and when he handed power to Shaul Shagari, Obasanjo did not continue with the parliamentary system style of government. Did not continue with the parliamentary system style of democracy. But he went to bring the presidential system which the Americans practiced and that's why we have a presidential system today, not the parliamentary. So that is that. Now I'm going to give you a quick rundown of key features of a democracy. What are the hallmarks of a democracy? How you can tell if a country is a democracy? So if I if I if I if I list this if I give you this list or I give you this check box and it's not there and you don't and you can only mark a few you definitely need a new country. So yes, so no so so these are some of the hallmarks of democracy. So you have regular elections where you have a set timeline where you can select those who can represent you instead of this whether it's the president, whether it's the governor, state house of assembly, federal of assembly, you have a set time where you can elect those who represent you in state affairs. That is one of the key features of a democracy. Regular and political elections. In Nigeria, we have a four-year cycle for election. Last election was 2019, and the next one won't be until 2023. Though some states will have in between now and that time, just know that Nigeria has a four-year cycle for elections. Also, elections have to be free and fair. That is, um, you, uh, people or citizens should be able to select or elect their own candidate without fear or favor or intimidation. But you know, Nigeria, that is not the case. They see running for political office as a do-or-die affair. That is why if you're a candidate and see you are losing fair and square, you send your goons to wreak havoc, destroy ballots, kill people, all because you want to get there by force. And you won't give your opponent the the same level playing field as you as you do. Of course you know Nigeria, the umpire, the ruling parties, all the opposition party always of course try to tweak this in their favor so nigeria's nigeria doesn't have a free and fair election the only free and fair election nigeria will always mention to you was the june 12 election the um, 1993 election when when during the time during the let's say the 
aborted presidency of MKO Abiola with the sick count as the best election in the history of Nigeria. So another important feature of democracy, of course, is human rights. Yes, human rights are enshrined in the constitution and they allow you to function in society. Things like freedom of speech, freedom of expression, self-determination are all enshrined in the constitution of every country and, of course, in the UN Charter. But we know Nigeria, Nigeria has, a, Nigeria has a very bad reputation. Nigeria is infamous globally for trampling on human rights. So, for many of us are active on social media, um, people have been kind of angry that Twitter, Jagdorsidi, opened um, Twitter headquarters, the first Africa headquarters for Twitter didn't open in Nigeria, they opened in Lagos. Come to think of it, ask yourself if 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 it got opened in Nigeria, do you think do you think Twitter will survive? Of course they won't. Free, Twitter is a freedom of expression tool. It's a freedom of expression tool. It's a freedom of exp- freedom of speech tool. And Nigeria when we know freedom of speech is being stifled, for goodness sake, look at what happened during the NSARS. People are trying to express themselves and people got killed and lucky. 20th October 2020 will never be a day I will never forget. And I'm sure that I'll never forget. So, that kind of incident happening, how do you expect that Dossie, who wants to promote free speech and free expression to bring his, his, his business to Nigeria? Please, people should stop, they stop giving that crap. Also, accountability is a very key aspect of democracy. Those who you elect should be accountable to you. If they don't, if they are not performing accordingly, you have the right to remove them through a referendum. Then they get removed. But no, in Nigeria, you don't have accountability because they see running for office as a do or die affair, as a business in which they must reap profits. So they do as they please. That is another key factor, accountability. Our leaders or representatives in the government are not accountable to us in Nigeria. Um, So uh, let me give you another one. So another important one is rule of law. Rule of law, of course, we all know is no one is above the law. Everyone is equal before the law. So whether you are a president, whether you are a governor, you should you are not above the law. If you cross a certain line, you will you are supposed to pay for it. They're not they are not sacred cows in 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 the courts. But you know Nigeria, we have a very corrupt court system. Everything about our laws are just terrible. They are archaic, even when they update the laws, the agencies are supposed to fulfill them, don't even know the laws have been up- updated. That was why the NSAS happened. The police were still carrying out barbaric acts despite the laws being updated. So nobody is nobody is above the law. The kind of law that should be applied to a state government that stole state funds should be the law applied to someone that stole a mobile phone. Nigeria is a crazy place whereby someone steals the phone and gets 20 years 
in front of 20,000 and get 20 years. Meanwhile, the state governor representative can steal all manner of state funds, slush funds, constituency funds, all of that, and he walks on the street free. So, Nadra is just crazy. So, um, that's my time. I believe, I hope you enjoyed my podcast, this pilot episode. I did. So, another round of applause. Some chair. And I will catch you on the next episode of my podcast. So, please, coronavirus out there, wear a mask. Wash your hand. Keep your distance. Peace out.